This is Righteous Outrage by Cazolius.com. The West, Israel, Turkey, and Saudi Arabia are in a sweat. Idlib, one of their last toeholds in Syria, will fall. Idlib has been under al-Qaeda control for years in the form of Hayat Tahrir al-Sham. Unfortunately, many civilians are there too, and they will pay a heavy price. But what really makes me angry is the West is calling for the solution that Syria and Russia put on the table six years ago. Let's take a closer look. In February 2012, 14.5 million Syrians in government-controlled areas voted in a referendum on a new constitution. The Constitution calls for multi-party elections and puts an end to the Ba'ath Party's monopoly on power. At the time, Russia even suggested Bashar al-Assad could step down after a transition. But the referendum and the new Constitution were ignored by Western media and rejected by Western governments because, at the time, they believed their Islamist rebels could overthrow the Syrian government. Today, and hundreds of thousands of dead later, the West is calling for a political solution with multi-party elections, a solution which has been on the table for six full years. There are a few safeguards in the new constitution. It prohibits parties based on ethnic, religious, regional, or tribal basis, and the president must be a Muslim, Sunni, Shiite, or Alawite. This makes perfect sense in an imperfect Middle East. Christians, Yazidis, Druze, and Kurds, who all fought against the Western-backed Sunni extremist killers, would once again live in a land free from Islamist terrorism. Although Western media failed to report it, life in areas retaken by the government is returning to normal. Women, with their hair flowing, walk the streets. Displaced people return to rebuild their homes. But for elections to happen, Damascus has to regain control of its country. Turkey must leave Afrin, which they and their jihadi partners took from American-backed Kurds. The U.S. has to withdraw its troops. There will be no independent Kurdish homeland cut off from sovereign Syria. Turkey, Iran, and Iraq have all made that clear. In short, the West and Israel must stop meddling. Make no mistake, if Assad had cut and run, If the Russians had refused to come to Syria's aid in 2015, the black flag of IS would be flowing over Damascus today. Syria would be a much greater disaster than the chaos NATO imposed on Libya in that regime change. Today, France and the United States threaten to attack if chemical weapons are used in Idlib. Someone still has to explain to me why Syria would use such weapons in a battle won and knowing the consequences. I don't buy it. But the West will desperately try to save their last jihadis. They need rebel strongholds to give them bargaining power as a political solution is hammered out at the negotiating table. Maybe one day we will learn the truth about just how spontaneous the early insurrection was. Who burned government buildings and killed seven policemen in Dara on March 20th, 2011? Nobody questions whether Assad's reaction was brutal, but was he right when he blamed foreign conspirators, pointing a finger at Qatar and Israel? There never was a democratic opposition, 
Islamist Sunni extremists were throwing civil servants off the roofs of buildings and targeting Christians from the get-go. No, Assad Syria was not perfect, but Christians were not being killed as they are in Egypt, and let's face it, the West's great friend Saudi Arabia made Syria look like Sweden. History will judge the West harshly for encouraging a war which could have been nipped in the bud six years ago with a political solution and multi-party elections. The very same solution they are calling for today, now that they admit defeat. This has been Righteous Outrage by Cazolius.com.